1: Find, try this from The Washington Post wherever you listen.
0: is
2: Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on Vsin.
3: Hey hey, top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard along with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino fun show lineup over the next 3 hours today. Uh, Matt Humans on the show in 30 minutes from right now, he'll be on for two segments his best bets In college basketball and some golf this week with Matt. And uh, back end of today's show, Dalen Cuff, ESPN college basketball analyst, will be on to get his best bets and thoughts on today's card in college basketball. We will get to as much of the college basketball as we can. Of course, we will start with the big news that came out yesterday in the NFL with Kelvin Ridley getting suspended for the entire upcoming 2022 season as he was busted for gambling on games. Uh, this is when he was out with the Falcons this year. I'm sure you know the story already. It's been in the news cycle for coming up on you know 24 hours here pretty soon. But he placed a legal mobile bet in Florida with the Hard Rock Casino. In turn, they then flipped, told Genius Sports, and then they oversee betting integrity for the NFL. Turns out, Paulie, he placed three five- and eight-game parlays That did include the Falcons. And I'm actually, you know, I'm not surprised this was going to happen sooner than later with how much sports gambling and the NFL, these sports books now have become partners. Like, it was inevitable, right? Legal in 30, 30 30-plus states? Some player was eventually Uh, going to do this. You think so? Oh, yeah, for sure this was going to happen.
2: Okay. Maybe,
3: Maybe not the way, we'll talk about all, maybe not the way in which he did, which was completely idiotic. But some player was going to gamble eventually, and now it's Kelvin uh, Ridley who yeah. gets a year
2: suspension. Well, I, I, this is, boy, boy oh boy. When you, get to, when you look at the national media with stuff like this. I, I had to avoid oh, it. Oh, you yesterday. have to. I had to avoid it. I mean, the, oh, he had inside information. Yeah, his inside information was Jacksonville sucks. You're right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Number two, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. I mean, this is lunacy. And for Goodell to watch that Ray Rice video where he knocked his girlfriend out cold. Video of it. Yep. Two games initially think about two that. games and this guy hey it could be worse it's indefinitely it's at least now you can appeal and see what happens number one, another one get off twitter stop tweeting yes who's giving this guy advice mm-hmm. get off twitter oh i'm gonna be fresh now oh i don't have a gambling problem no i don't have a gambling problem i understand it's only fifteen hundred dollars but the guy sure. keeps tweeting sure
3: he so he admitted it right out of the gates yesterday yeah. which means there's gonna uh-huh. be no appeal can't appeal this now because basically. Yeah. you flat out said on Twitter, "Yeah, oh. it was fifteen hundred bucks, no gambling Oh problem.
2: my god! And then to do it under
3: his own name and well, sit there and,
2: it, while, while he's off with of mental health, and to sit here and put three, five, and eighteen parlays in for a total of fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, he's right about that. I mean, it's nothing. It's like the regular guy betting five dollar parlays. He makes four million a year, but he did it in a free agency year, and now he's going to be out of football for almost two years. Mm-hmm. What happened? But um, Brian McCarthy emailed. Uh, several people about their guidelines and rules that it does not matter whether sports betting is legal or illegal in a given state. If you work in the NFL in any capacity, you may not bet on on foot on NFL football. Betting on games is, is forbidden. And all NFL personnel prohibited from placing or facilitating any bet, whether directly or through a third party on any NFL game practice or other event. But also, you could also get in trouble if someone tries to bribe you Like, hey, lay down, throw this, and you don't report it. you get in trouble for that, too. But this is just incredibly stupid by Riddler.
3: Of course, the way that he did this now. I mean, at a league, but here's the beauty of this, right? The checks and balances of legal sports betting is the reason why he got caught. Yes. So that's good, then. That's actually a really good thing. This is working, right? And it wasn't with an offshore book that never would have been reported, or it wasn't with a bookie somewhere, and nobody ever found out about it where then then you get into, like, the real murky waters where, well, ah, okay, now he's betting against this team, that kind of a deal. That Okay, so this is good, right? But also, on a phone, on an app, and then you were out of state? Dude, you have friends? Yes. Yeah. You have cash? Uh, yeah, plenty of it. What are you doing? And they are told, I mean, this is from former players, they will all tell you, basically, when you step on the football field in college, you are told over and over and over again, you can't bet on games. And then it turns into like a rookie symposium in the NFL. Now they used to have it right in locker rooms in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, Mike Pritchard. Yes, so yeah, he doesn't Pritch played for a
2: long time. He doesn't know if it it's
3: still that. like that anymore. I'm sure yeah. it is. But it says right there, like in yeah. all the locker rooms, you cannot gamble on this sport. You can't gamble at all. And then he takes a shot with $1,500 on three. Now here's the deal. like, I mean, to me, the, the year-long suspension feels like it's a really long time. But I... And the NFL, trying to figure out how they're going to come down. Greg Hardy got four games. There were pictures of (laughs) guns on the bed and bruises all over his ex. Four games. Oh, it's fair. Josh Gordon pretty much blackballed for smoking weed. Okay. So predicting what the NFL is going to do is impossible. But the reason why, if you want to tell me a year makes sense to you, I'll buy it because they they do kind of have to set a precedent. That, eh, guys, it's a bad look if you are betting on games in this yeah, league. Yeah,
2: because foil hat guy, and even having the yeah. media. I mean, this guy who works for Fox Sports is a disgrace. This guy tweeting out a video about, I'm not saying he's fixing games, but this, oh. is, this is damning evidence here, because he f- fell down short of the marker once, and the game was well before this ever happened. And this game was years ago because this happened. I mean, that is ridiculous. That is an absolutely ridiculous uh, take yeah. to come out with that. But how about the Falcons? You know, the Patriots tried to make a trade. Other teams tried to make a trade. And the Falcons are like, nah, in good faith. We what, can't what, do it. What do you think of that? Well, I, can't buy, uh, I, it, I, I, I wouldn't have done it. I, I would it have give, made the trade. Does it give you more respect for the Falcons? Uh, yeah, yeah. but
3: so I would have said, "Here you go. you're go." you on a need-to-know basis. right? You right. don't need to know right now. Yeah. You want to make the trade, okay? How does that look, though, if it comes back that they made the trade and then they knew about it the entire time? Like, what would the NFL do about that? Would the I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL would rescind the trade.
2: Yeah, that's possible,
3: too. You know? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on a second here. You guys knew about this, and you still dealt the guy? No, no, come on. Can't have that. So I don't ne- understand his tweet about, well, I couldn't even watch football. Yeah, I don't know what Because he was away from mental health.
2: It was, like I don't know, uh, maybe coming back at the inside information or something. I don't get that either. I, I don't
3: know. Yeah, I couldn't even watch football. I don't know. A- and let me give like, you But It's the- like trying to make it seem okay. So I, I had a tough time kind of understanding what this whole out of state thing meant at first. So I'll give you a tweet. This is from Albert Breer who said, how did he get busted? He was in Florida and used the only gambling app legal in the state. The app notified a compliance company the NFL has hired called Genius for this kind of thing, as we told you about. And then he also Breer tweeted that he was out of state was a factor in Ridley's activity being flagged. Does that mean that... So he's in Georgia. That's where he lives and plays with the Falcons while he was away from the team because he traveled to Florida during the season and bet on the games? Or does that mean that he got the app when he was in Florida, put money in it, and then he actually changed the geolocation on his phone to bet from Georgia, which adds another new wrinkle to this whole thing. And if he, if he did that, which I don't think he did, but if that's, what, that's why I was confused by the tweets when they first came out. I'm like, if he went to the, the links to change the geolocation to bet from Georgia on a Florida app, well, then you're talking about like feds getting involved, that kind of a deal potentially, where it's like, uh, you can't be doing that, pal. That part's totally illegal. What took so long? All right, that's a good, good question. I mean, if this
2: happened in late, no, if late November, and then they report him immediately, what's there to investigate? Because apparently, according to Goodell in his uh, statement, he came right in and, and, and owned it. But what he did, I mean, yeah. what's he going to say? I mean, he's caught red-handed. But he's like, right under your own name. I mean, we're coming up on the middle right. of March. This happened in November? Yeah, right. Boy, that is a long time. Uh-huh. I thought I thought maybe he bet against this team because I, I saw late November. Oh, if you look late. at the schedule, oh, was, yeah. it was the Thursday night game at home to the Patriots when they were shut out. And they had motley crew out there, the backups
3: and bums yeah. who they were playing. I was dying to get all the details on this. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Imagine if he actually uh. bet against the Falcons. <laughs> yes. Okay. Then I'm guessing he's never going to play in the league ever again. But the whole okay. the whole way about the the whole way that he approached this. Yeah. Oh.
2: Well, I'll tell you what though. Goodell's on the clock too. Compare this. If it's true, I think it is. Compare this to Russ. It's not even close. Absolutely, you're exactly right. If you have an owner. An owner offering $100,000 to the coach per loss? Some guy who's making $4 million a year betting parlays? Yep.
3: And you Compared want, to that? And you're going to suspend Ridley for a year but do nothing about Stephen Ross? I mean, if this is proven true about Ross going to Flores and telling him to tank and lose games on purpose for $100,000. And Goodell, and by the way, I'm guessing Goodell probably already, well... They have to go to a, a jury and that kind of thing, probably, to figure out whether or not it was true or not, unless Ross admits it. But if he would happen to know, and he still, you know, well, there's witnesses. Apparently, there's witnesses to yeah. no, hurt it. I know. Well, so that's it. That that's, that's the team. You're done. That's the worst of the worst, right there. Yeah. Like crooked refs, really bad. But an owner paying a co wanting to pay a coach to tank games, that's as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ross Tucker had a great great tweet. He's on this show from time to time. Other people, it's like this is this is the worst ROI you're ever going to see. I mean, he bet fifteen hundred dollars and lost uh, eleven, twelve million. Eleven, twelve million.
3: If you yeah. look at it, yeah. Yeah. but for for years, right? The NFL <laughs> would never even dip their pinky toe into the shallow end, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, legal sports betting gets passed. They partner with a bunch of sports books, and they're doing cannonballs off the uh, cliff, cliffs <laughs> from forty feet up, and then all uh, oh, right, in. Yeah, and, yeah. and then a player bets yeah. fifteen hundred dollars parlays. <laughs> Get out of the league. Yeah, we hate you. We can't have this kind of thing. Yeah. Ah, okay.
2: uh, it's incredible.
3: In de- he's out the whole year at least.
2: Jesus, I know. What was he thinking? Are he, what's just shoot some dice?
3: Go play roulette with Dan. Yes, come on, right? What's he doing? Uh, uh, from your with own his phone own name? Oh, on my an app. God. Call a cousin. <laughs> I'm
2: glad. Actually, I've heard. The- it's a. I think it's. I mean, I know the rules, which is again, he's he's incredibly stupid with the rules, and they tell you all yeah. the time. But I mean, the guy, the guy just bet like a five. I know. A five
3: team and eighteen parlay. I you. actually the the part that I did hear with some former players. They actually did say the dumbest part about the whole thing is what we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You have a fall guy, as Chris Carter said. Uh-huh. You have somebody with cash go make it at, at a book. You don't. You don't grab. You don't go on your phone all of a sudden and download the. You know, get the hit the app up and put in parlays under your own name. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. We'll recap all of last night's fantastic action. My God, some of the beats, the buzzer beaters, the upsets, the line moves in win some, lose some. That's coming up next.
0: Lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough
1: one? Well, they can't all be winners,
0: can they? Loser! You're a loser!
1: Pauly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All
2: right, here we go. Good call, Mitchell. Pistons money line puts 240. They beat the Hawks. Bogdanovich with a horrible foul late. Uh Bagley said, hold my beer. Uh, Then call and split the free throws. And uh, Detroit wins in overtime. They are feisty. They're playing good ball. They're tough right now. Yes, Detroit. they are. Good job. Like, they get the Bulls tomorrow night at home. They can win that uh, game. Atlanta, be careful. Porzingis now. Little Porzingis. On the Wizards. They could catch him. Mm. Wilmington, Charleston. Oh, they were loving. The markets were all over unders last night in college. And they won the majority of them. Wilmington, Charleston under, 143 to 137. Cash it. Townsend, Delaware under 141 to 137. Not even close. Cash it. What was that from Townsend? They were the ones. Oh, that was brutal. They were terrible. Yeah. They made one run, and then uh, Delaware pulled away. Cleveland State right, state under. 149 down to 140. Well, it's not over. Oh, that was my fault. It exploded late. Oh, my mistake. IPFW, Northern Kentucky under 137 to 133. Look at that final no. score. That game was ugly. 57-43. Another blowout. St. Mary's, Santa Clara. Uh... That got over as well, too. Uh, my fault. Timberwolves Blazers under 235 down to 231. Not even close. Last night in the association, home team 7-1 and one straight up. And no LeBron spurs from 2 up to 6.5, covered by 7. I reached out to Jeff Sherman at the Westgate. He makes the Lakers 3-3.50 three, to make the playoffs. Plus 3, plus 3.50. I said, what's the series price if they play the Warriors or Suns? He says, is everyone healthy? I said, yeah, he says 5-1. Five to one to win this series. Five to one to win this best of seven. If wow. everyone's healthy. How about that, right? Great videos today. Good mix. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beaston.com. our radio and podcast friends as well. This is for you. This is the Gorilla Roller Coaster. No, thank you. Oh, my God. I don't know where this is. This is sick. Oh, my God. Coming up, King Kong. Oh,
3: no. Okay, that doesn't even look enjoyable. No. It looks like you go there to get beat up. Like it's like King Kong's it's winding you yeah, up here.
2: Right. It's uh creative. But that is that's scary. I don't want any part of it. Uh, how is that fun actually? No. Ooh. I couldn't do it. No. No way. Anagapai is pronounced Nagapai? This is an incredible video. Look at this. From under the bed for the treat in the guy's hand? Get up there, Sticks the landing. Oh, the accuracy! Nails. How does that happen?
3: That's awesome. The athleticism. <laughs> What's the vertical on this thing? Sure, right? Was he at the combine? I know. I he want to see him run the forty. Wow,
2: beautiful. That is great video. Back to back bear videos. I don't know what they are. They're out, they're out training in the woods. The sinister cold. It's so bad out there. Could be Russian. I don't know. But look at this. Is K- that Khabib? <laughs> What's <laughs> the bear doing? Helping out on the branch. He's helping out. Spotting him somehow. Yeah, right. They're doing a little shadow uh, boxing coming in. Can like I it's do... nothing. It's <laughs> that guy doing in the background, the bear. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't care if it's fake. I still love it like this one. This very well could be a guy in a costume. But this guy hanging out about why don't we domesticate bears like we do with cats. And the... I mean, look at this. The guy's got the thumbs up. The bear's got the – you see the snow and stuff on his belly? He got – it's it's I mean
3: it's, he, he it could, still looks like it's a human being. At some it cost. really does. It does. Yeah, he's the hanging. weight sitting down. Yes. If that's real, the, <laughs> the the bear the bear is gonna like what, lick his head? With one bite he could pull his head right off. Oh, it's all over. Yeah. Absolutely. Look at the smile on the guy's face. Huh? Hunky dory, this is living life. Yeah.
2: That ain't the tape. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That guy mentioned that guy breaks into your home and he looks for some honey. Hang out, and have a beer. This was all over social media. This is crazy. Look at this at a high school basketball game. Now people are saying, look what Curry's done to the game. I mean, come on. Give me a break. But they just go back and forth for about thirty seconds and they're trading half court shots. They can just keep going further. I go, Okay.
3: I raise you. Yep. That's exactly what it is, Paul. It turns yeah. into a battle of uh, you know, manhood right here.
2: This guy comes over just over half court with a hand in his
3: face. Boom! Now watch. Unlike Tennessee, Chattanooga, got a hand up. I I think this is—is this the last one of the video? Crosses half court. Yeah. Okay. How's that one from the logo? Oh my god! And nothing. Look at the people. Uh, No 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 reaction. Applause. Ho hum. This is what NBA
2: or this is what basketballs turned into. Give me a break. Lose some. South Dakota State. South Dakota under one fifty-seven to one fifty-one. No good. Georgia State. Louisiana Lafayette under one thirty-eight. Down to 132. Warriors Nuggets under. 223 and a half to 220 and a half. Yeah, Warriors hung in there. Mm -hmm. Got inside the number. Lost by seven. Game flew over. Bulls Sixers over. 229 up to 232 and a half. No good. Lose some Mick Cronin. In and out is overrated, he said.
0: Why would you say that?
2: In his backyard. You live in L.A. What are you doing? How about that? It's a tasty burger. But it's just uh, the, the hype train. It's so, just everyone tell, I mean, the first time I ever went to California, like oh, got to go in and out, but you got go to go in and out. Yeah, right. No, it's a no, great price it, thing. It, it lives up to it. The burgers do, yes. yeah. Yeah, b- burgers are outstanding. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, bad beats. Bruins. <sighs> Bruins lose at home. The the Kings scored with thirty seconds left and then won in overtime. Ava, what happened here? The Avalanche plus money on the puck line. They led the Islanders five to one in the third period. Yeah. They fell asleep. They won 5-4.
3: Well, because that exploded late, right? It yes, went from, it from It went from 1-1 to like 4-1 before you could blink avalanche, and then 5-1, and then they gave it all back almost. Yep, and Zagalicious
2: Lane 14. They're up by 24
3: with seven minutes left.
2: San Francisco got the money. It fell 10. Yeah, outscored by 10 in the second half. Yep. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in and get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Learn more at betrivers.com. Santa Clara got the money as well. Uh, St. Mary's won but didn't cover. How about the Tennessee Chattanooga game in the okay. finish? Unbelievable. I cannot believe that was so bad at the end. Great game. But at the end, I can't believe Chattanooga is up three. Furman has the ball. Right. There's ten seconds left. Nine, eight. And a guy, gonna, like he's going to the basket. And a guy for Chattanooga fo- follows him. It's like, in his face, got... Let them lay it in.
3: Right. Who cares? Now, again, why that's big is because they're up by three. They're laying two, one and a half or two for the game. Yep. Okay. So the the coaches, by the way, are basically screaming at the players. You need to foul right now. That's right. And even there was some communication, I think, on the court, like we need to foul. So I I actually thought, didn't Furman have the ball with like 20 seconds left? And they're running around like crazy. So they had their opportunities to foul, and they never did. And the guy somehow hits the three. Right. The guy clears out. He bites because the guy
2: penetrates to the basket, and he bites on it. It's like, what are you doing? You're up three with and then there's there's five seconds left. He backs out to shoot the three. Right. The guy doesn't even put a hand up. Oh no. He just gives it to him. Let's it fly. He cash it. He hits the three. They go to overtime. Go to overtime. And then yep. you get the game winner from uh way out. Bang, Chattanooga, the game winner, and they, and they win. And of course, again, didn't take my own advice, but certainly uh it was it opened one one and a half, closed two. Just go money line there. But still, I, I can't – Number yes, you have to foul. Number two, what are you doing chasing the guy to the basket? Let him lay it in. Who cares? But before that foul, and then the guy goes back after he, he fakes going to the hoop,
3: comes all the way back, dribbles out from three. The guy doesn't me put a hand up. I know.
2: I couldn't believe
3: it. Well, here's oh, the thing. Get, come right. on. It's like, to me, this whole conversation, we can tie that into that video that you just played in high school when they're going bombs away from 45 feet, right? It's the mentality and how kids approach the game today. I mean, it should be automatic that you're on the court. You know you're up by three and you got to follow at some point. You have to. That should be burned in their, into their brains at, like, the age of 10. Because when you're watching these games growing up, how are you not screaming at the TV, foul? You have to foul. And they never do it. But yet, Furman actually took, I thought, with 40 seconds left in regulation, a terrible, unwarranted three. There was no business taking that three in regulation. Um Plenty of time on the shot clock. It was a bad shot. They did it anyway, and they missed. But that's when in end of game situations, Paulie, how many times in a one or a two point game do you see kid go dribble, 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 and the coach is like yelling, "Move! Do yep. something with the ball!" I just called timeout to draw up a specific play, and the kid's like, "Nah, this is hero ball time, man." And he goes between the legs, and then he goes like tries to pull a James Harden with a step back and from twenty eight feet. That's the shot that they get instead of going for a decent two point shot. I, I it drives me nuts. But that again ties into that video. Steph Curry has done that to basketball. This is how people want to play now. Yeah. I could argue that Steph Curry has changed the game more than anybody else in history. How about that kid? Big man on campus. That's to go to the tournament. Yeah. That, what, what a shot. Furman, in- Furman has not been in the tournament since nineteen eighty, I believe. Oh no. And that's how that's how close they were like this. Right? Yeah. And as soon as that ball went in, you just saw like four players from Furman just fall to the ground like ah Yep. Yeah. Totally devastated. Sure.
2: One shot away. Shouldn't have come to that. No. But still, you're going to see a lot of that in the next couple of weeks. Oh, you will? You've got to foul. You must foul in that situation.
3: But for the love of God, put a hand up. Yeah, Christ, it's a three-point game. It mm-hmm. ties it. No more football. No problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, plus more. Don't miss out on BetRivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same-game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at BetRivers. Get started with life after football with the BetRivers app. Up next, a double shot with Matt Humans. Uh, let's start off with games he likes on the college basketball betting board today, and maybe he'll throw in some more conference tournament outrights that's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Vsin V Sports Betting Network.
0: The
2: Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams? BetRivers, as you covered, they've launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington DC. Subscribe
3: to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's go full-blown beast mode right now. Matt Humans joins the program for two segments, his time of year, uh, with March Madness upon us and a huge golf tournament coming up this weekend as well. You can catch Matt every single day on the edge. It's uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific. Matt, uh, thanks for the time. Let's begin in the Big Ten. If you want to uh, give us the team that you like to maybe cut down the nets here in this conference on an outright, and then any games that you like that are on the board for this tournament early on.
4: Okay, these two segments are going to be powered by five hour energy. I just drank uh, one for the first time in 20 years <laughs> uh, because I, I've gone through uh, 10 conference tournaments since last night, <laughs> trying to find futures plays and uh, in individual games. And I still have a lot of work to do. In the Big Ten, a couple weeks ago, Circa put up Iowa at, I think, 9 to 1. And I, I was eyeing the Hawkeyes at that point as a long shot. Should, should have had it. Uh, did not Hawkeyes won nine and 11, uh, nine of 11 going into the uh, big 10 tournament. They sh- probably should have won in Champaign on Sunday, allowed Illinois to get a share of the co-championship. Uh, but when I look at the, the bracket, I think it breaks pr- pretty well for the Hawkeyes here. They're going to have to play the Nebraska Northwestern winner. Cornhuskers, one of the hottest uh, teams in the nation right now, but still Iowa uh, would, would advance and uh, play Rutgers. And then the uh, probably the, Illinois, Michigan winner if the seeds hold. So that top half of the bracket's not too tough for the Hawkeyes. In the bottom half, you got Purdue and Wisconsin. Uh, right now, the best price you can find, I've been looking through uh, several different sports books to try to find the best odds on these teams. Best you can get on Iowa is plus 370 at DraftKings. Plus 350 is the uh, consensus price. And before I get ambushed by the roll it over money line police, I'm going to say that. The best way to play a lot of these conference tournament futures is to uh, you know, play the first game on the money line, roll over the winnings throughout the tournament, and you're probably going to get uh, a better price at the end of it. And I think that's definitely going to be the case with the Hawkeyes. I think we're going to play Iowa that way instead of playing the 350. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get better than five to one if I roll over the money lines there. In Thursday's game, I asked uh, Paul Stone what he made the number in Michigan, Indiana, and Paul said Michigan minus two. So. I was prepared to lay two or three with uh, the Wolverines in that game. And uh, that's going to be uh, one of my best bets for Thursday. Michigan beat Indiana 80-62 to in Bloomington on January 23rd. Mike Woodson said at that point he wanted another shot at the Wolverines. I think it's kind of a be careful what you wish for situation here with Juwan Howard coming back. Hunter Dickinson, who missed Sunday's game at Ohio State. I presume he's going to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was surprising that the uh, Wolverines beat the Buckeyes in Columbus 75-69 with uh, Dickinson out and Caleb Houston, star freshman shooting 0 for 10 from the field. Michigan's 11-9 and 9 in the conference, Indiana 9-11. and 11. The Hoosiers need a win to get in the NCAA tournament fields. They're going to be desperate, uh, but I just don't think this Indiana team's good enough But a little known fact here. In 20 plus years of the Big Ten tournament, Indiana has never won it.
2: Wow! Oh, okay. Juicy tidbit there. Very good. How about up the street? Pac-12. Uh, you can see, find a low price here, dollar twenty range with Arizona. I think I think they should go to the championship game. Will they meet UCLA? Will form hold? Do you have a long shot here? How do you see the Pac-12?
4: So Arizona is minus one thirty <clears throat> favorite at circa right now. Arizona State I think is an interesting long shot at one hundred and ten to one. I'm not going to play the Sun Devils because I just don't think they can get through that half of the bracket. But if you're looking for a, a bomb, maybe that's something to consider. Bobby Hurley's really had that team playing a lot better in the second half of the season. I think Oregon at 22 to one is going to be a chic pick for a lot of people in the pac 12 Oregon's going to get through Oregon state. No problem. Colorado shouldn't be much of a problem. And then uh, top seeded Arizona and really if you watch the game, the ducks should have beat the Wildcats in Tucson a couple of weeks ago. It's not out of the question that Dana Altman could get this team to regroup and make a tournament run here. We saw one of the most unlikely tournament runs of any team in recent years last year with Oregon state yes. running through the pac 12 tournament in Vegas. So it wouldn't shock me if Oregon does it in 22 to one. I actually bet that at circa tonight, UCLA USC, the two and three seeds in the bottom half of the bracket.
3: I found uh UCLA at plus two eighty yesterday here in town. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I bet it because most books have like plus one seventy five. Okay. And I made right. the, I thought the number would be like plus two twenty, 220, two twenty five. I you like Arizona to win this thing, but plus two eighty I thought I could not resist on UCLA. And I, I see your point about Oregon because Altman's so good this time of year. Um but man, they disappointed me this year. Now how 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 have you mm-hmm. in you know, in up all night, going through all these uh conference tournaments, I've had a tough time trying to find anything that I like based on the numbers in the Big 12. What did you come up with there?
4: By the way, you're right about the Ducks. I think the biggest disappointment of any major conference uh, team in the Big 12, I think this is going to be a popular play with some people, but I was talking with Paul Stone about it yesterday. Texas is a plus 650 to win the Big 12, and that's about the best price you're going to find out there. That's at the Westgate Superbook right now. Circa's got six to one. Texas has got to be TCU in the Thursday opener and then has to get through Kansas. But I'll tell you what, Jayhawks been pretty shaky yep. down the stretch and I know they're in position to be a one seed in the NCAA tournament, but they have not played like a one seed and Texas probably should have beat Kansas in that game in Lawrence on Saturday afternoon. Chris Beard, we know he can make tournament runs. Uh, I think plus six fifty on Texas is a decent play. You've got Baylor and Texas tech in the bottom half of that bracket. So, uh i made a small play on texas here to win the big 12
3: okay how about here uh well we have so many tournaments going on this week it's nuts but uh what did you find in the mountain west conference did you did you find a good number on colorado state or are you looking elsewhere
4: you know i'm not going to look at colorado state here um i'm actually going to look at san diego state because of its suffocating defense and the fact that aztecs have so much success in this tournament in the past and uh Actually found a plus 330 at DraftKings, plus 325 at Circa. Those were the best numbers in the market on uh, San Diego State, and um, the number four Wyoming plays number five UNLV, and the winner gets Boise. Uh, the eight nine game I think is uh, really interesting. It's Nevada and New Mexico on Wednesday, and you can find uh, Nevada at 75 to one. Circuit right now, and if you watch the Wolfpack Saturday night, they're finally fully healthy. They got three guards who can light it up. I wouldn't shock me if the Wolfpack makes some sort of run in this tournament. Steve Alford's had success in conference tournaments in the past. I remember Iowa in the Big Ten, and New Mexico in the Mountain West 75 to 1. Maybe if we're looking for a bomb, it's Nevada. San Diego State to me does not have an easy road, but it's, it's not impossible. The Aztecs got Fresno, probably Colorado state, which uh, I know they can beat and they blew them out in San Diego and then Boise. If uh, the Broncos get through the top half of the bracket. So I don't think there's much odds value in the mountain West. When you look at uh, what do you got? Like six teams, it's single digit odds. It's very difficult to, um, to make a strong case for saying, Hey, there's value on the Aztecs to win this, but that's my pick to win the mountain West at a plus uh, what I say? Mountain West plus 325 at Circa.
2: All the money, Paulie and Mitch Veeson. Matt Eumann's our guest. Veeson's senior editor, host of The Edge. Get point spread weekly. It is dynamite. It's always good. Uh, and the brackets and schedules are all up on all these conferences as well. Point spread weekly. Cover jinx strikes again. And I'm sure you were emotional watching Coach K's final home game. Uh, you probably needed some Kleenex there. But <laughs> So what, what are you thinking? Do you think this kind of helps them? And you can see like a dollar thirty to win the ACC tournament coming off the embarrassing loss.
4: Yeah, by the way, that point spread coverage inch was intentional. Uh, I wrote <laughs> about Coach K and, and said to put him on the cover last week on purpose. So uh, that, worked out, that worked out pretty well. I do think the Duke debacle on Saturday against Carolina, as funny as it was watching all the crying fans and uh, the party that got crashed, I do think it's going to make Duke a little bit more dangerous in the in the postseason. You're going to see a fully focused Blue Devils team. that has got plenty of talent and is capable. I bet Duke at minus 25 to win, minus 125 to win the ACC. Looks like they're going to get the winner of uh, Florida State Syracuse and then probably have to play Miami. That'd be a, a revenge game. The Blue Devils lost to the Hurricanes by one at home. Hey, prior to uh, Saturday, Duke had lost three ACC games by a total of four points. So I still think Duke should be the clear favorite. Minus 125 to me was a, a fair price here to win the ACC. I think Mitch made that bet as well. In the bottom half of the bracket, you got Notre Dame at 10-1 to and North Carolina. I think it's going to be a, a Duke-Notre Dame title game.
3: Okay, very good. Matt, hang tight. We'll bring you back for another segment. We appreciate it today. Uh, other picks that you like with the outrights for these tournaments and some games that are on the board right now, plus your thoughts of a loaded field this weekend at the Players' Championship. Some huge odds out there and really good golfers. And you can get an early start in your college basketball tournament betting with VSIN's full court bracket betting coverage. Starting this Sunday, six hours of free video, uh, live video streaming on vsin.com, including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every single great game. It is great coverage every single year. We're talking about VSIN's college hoops experts Greg Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Vodtoble, Tim Murray. They're going to analyze every game, discuss. The bookmaking, uh, makers making the lines to find the best early value. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket a round one tournament betting with the vsin College Hoops experts on Sunday at 6 o'clock Eastern, free on vcin.com.
2: Want to get in shape but having trouble staying motivated? Make Five Hour Energy shots part of your lifestyle and get the energy boost you need to get fit with zero sugar, an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine. It's a perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to FiveHourEnergy.com to find over 15 flavors to ch- uh, flavors to choose from. Get Five Hour Energy today. All right, hold the phone here. Hold the phone. Big news. Thanks to everyone who uh, sent in tweets. I still I thought that I thought the transition reclassification rules was up. It is not. Bellaman is ineligible for the tournament. Why are they playing the game?
3: So Jacksonville's in no matter what? They can secure an NIT bid if they win the game tonight. Oh, my God. That's why they're playing the game. Jacksonville's in no matter what? No. If Jacksonville does not win the ASUN tournament title, regular season champion Jacksonville State will get the automatic bid. I thought Liberty was the one.
2: It's Jacksonville
3: State. I'm looking at a story right now. Oh, my God. You're kidding. No. That's the oh, way it works. Oh, oh, oh. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, because if Jacksonville... Jacksonville beat Jacksonville State. If they were automatically in, the play would be on Inn tonight for sure. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent, and they would not be laying two points, I'm guessing. But they have to win this game to get in. This happened, I think, a couple years it ago. Did. It did. You there remember another team. Was? No, I don't a remember team the was, team, but there was definitely another team a where this team was happened.
2: already in. with this, uh, Some team was... Allowed to play, but not eligible. Mm. Wow. This is wild. Yeah, it is. Our expectations never change, Davenport, the coach said. We come to work and prepare every day. They faced five top 25 teams to start the season. Purdue, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, Murray State, UCLA. Wow. That's a- that is wild. Uh, this so is wild. It really
3: is. Two o'clock. That's such a bizarre rule. Thank you for the tweets. Ru- That's such yeah. a weird rule, by the way. I thought it was up. It's five years? Yeah, they're not. They're not... You count, do you count the pandemic? According to the story, they're not eligible until 2024-25. Oh. To get in. So, what do you think of that rule overall? Uh, too long. Don't you think? Uh, that makes no sense. That long? Yes. Why would there even be a transition period? Yeah. Why not? Hey, you're D one eligible. If you win your tournament, you're going to be in. I mean, I recall this rule happening before, and uh, when they came up with it, but well, it doesn't make any sense. In the preview of the game, I mentioned how well, uh, how good
2: the Liberty program is, and they won a game a couple years ago. That's right. Why would you let them play? It was the NIT. Is it in your again? Is it in your best interest if Liberty wins it? That's a lot of money if you win well, a tournament think. game. Yeah. And that's, if I, you'll figure
3: it out. All right. Okay, so today, at some point, we have to figure out what the Packers are going to do with that uh, franchise tag, and if they're going to put it on. And it could happen at some point during the show if they slap that bad boy on Devontae Adams or not. Um, And then, eventually, like, we will learn what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I I have no idea when. Nobody has an idea when Rodgers is going to say it. He could actually come out today after the Packers' decision. Like, if the Packers... Put it on on Adams. Rodgers could say within a half an hour. Or he could go on McAfee's show and say, yeah, you know what, this is what I was waiting for. This is why I didn't want to make my decision. But now that they have re-signed the... He'll say this. Now that they re-signed the best receiver in football, I'm coming back to play for Green Bay. But if that doesn't happen, and he goes somewhere else, like where do you think... And we'll ask you this as well, like on Twitter, at V-CIN Live. His best chance to win a Super Bowl is with which team next year? And the four teams that are out there, and really Green Bay, to me, has the best chance of getting him again for one more year or more. The Broncos would be number two, and then somehow it falls Titans-Steelers. Those are the four teams that uh, Mike Florio talked about in Pro Football Talk's article, Mm -hmm. uh, like over the weekend. Which team do you think would have the best chance to win a Super Bowl with him?
2: God, the division's so bad. Everyone says uh, the obvious answer is Green Bay, but we know what's happened the last couple years in the playoffs. Right. But you have to go through Mahomes and Josh Allen. But how good is that Tennessee team? You put him on the Titans? Yeah. How good is that team? I would actually you No, know, Who knows what the Colts are doing at quarterback? Yeah. They won't rip right through that division. He's got Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. Still have four games. He's got Derrick with, Henry.
3: Yeah. Still has four games against uh, the Texans and yes. the Jaguars. Yes. Okay? So what are their win totals going to be next year? And the Colts will be a player, I think, at some point. But, I, again, I don't know what's going to happen at quarterback. Um but I would actually go. I, I think I think Tennessee would be right there with Green Bay for his best chance to win a Super Bowl next year because Green Bay plays in that division, and the NFC. I think is yeah. You know, I, I don't know if this sounds accurate or not, but it's easier to win than the AFC. Let's put it that way. Although it hasn't been for this team the last couple of years.
2: Oh, you're right. You know this. It hasn't gone his way. No, no, it hasn't. I mean, this is he has one ring, which is an embarrassment. He's been to one. The more egregious part is he's been to one. Uh, right, right, absolutely. And all those and all these trips to the NFC Championship game too. A lot blown out by Atlanta, blown out by San Francisco. Couldn't beat Brady. You know what happened last year? That's embarrassing. Couldn't mm-hmm. move the ball against San Francisco. Special teams fiasco. It's it's Green Bay, but it's close.
3: I, I know, think it is close, too. Yeah, yeah.
2: because like, think about the weapons that the Titans have. And this is, I mean, Tannehill, whew, That's some bad numbers. And he was, again, terrible against Cincinnati in the playoff
3: yeah, He was loss. horrible. They I mean, well, should have won the game, and they were minus three in a tur- turnover battle. So I would rank it Green Bay with the best chance. I would then go Tennessee, very close to Green Bay. Then how would you put Steelers-Broncos in that order? I would actually go Steelers yeah. ahead of the Broncos. Because... Well, the Broncos have a lot of talent, too. But I, here's the point. What? How much do they have to give up to get Rodgers? Yes.
2: Okay. And that Fair. goes for
3: any of these teams, you would think, right? Yeah. But I think, I think the Broncos could be kind of gutted, and then they have to go against Mahomes in that division like you talked about. And the Raiders were a playoff team. And the Chargers at some point are going to get over this hump. Uh, And the AFC North, great story last year with the Bengals. Um, Can we trust the Browns right now? I think the Ravens bounce back in a big way. But just picturing Mm Rodgers going to Pittsburgh with their weapons and Najee Harris and the defense, oh, Rodgers in Pittsburgh would be nuts. Yeah. Well, Denver has talent, but that is a brutal division. Yeah. Raiders playoff team.
2: Chargers should have made the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Mahomes. Then if you get out of there, you just have to worry about Allen. Yep. Correct. I'm with you. I'm
3: not concerned about the Browns either. No, I'm not. Uh, but if he would go to Pittsburgh. I think if he goes that's to Pittsburgh, that's, I mean, how is that not a grand slam?
2: Do you believe he's torn? I don't
3: know. What you to believe, believe this report? I really, I really, mean, I really him, don't I mean, know
2: it, he's, he's he's What's he, getting
3: Bakhtiari married? He's helping out there? He officiated the wedding. If that's it. That's how you say. it. And now the ex. He officiated the, the wedding. Is it is it his ex or no? Shailene, she was at the wedding with him. They they stayed friends. I, I don't. Know. I, I, but is is it more than friends? Did they really break up? Do we know if that's credible or not? Well, it helps Denver, the Boulder situation. No, he also, you know, I heard a good good point that you know he's building. He bought land or he's building a home in in Nashville. I forget who said it, but somebody said uh, this week. You know that's what rich people do, when they have a lot of money, they try to acquire land, and then they can like build homes if they want because that's how they eventually make more money.
2: Yeah, it was like the Kawhi Leonard thing with the Raptors. Right. Oh, he just bought another. He bought a place in Toronto. What's, right. Okay. So. So what? That doesn't mean anything. He also has homes in L.A. Sure. Right. <laughs>
3: what I said. A lot of these guys that make hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars are going to have multiple homes. And when I heard, I think it was a former player who said it. I'm like, you know what? That's it's. It was simple to the point. I'm like, it makes a lot of sense. You're right. So I would I would look nothing into that, but maybe they get him anyway, the Titans. That would be, oh, be I think it'd be great for the league. If he went to Tennessee. If he leaves, period. Oh yeah. Yes. So do I. Let's go. Shake it up.
2: Because he controls everything. And mm-hmm. if he leaves, let's go. Other guys will move
3: around too. Okay, that's whoever said that uh, you know, he's controlling the entire market right now, mm-hmm. absolutely he is. Mm-hmm. And then the dominoes could fall with other guys behind him. Um I think, you know, if Russell Wilson gets moved. That's going to have to wait until the Rodgers' decision, obviously. I know Carroll came out and said we're not trading him, but I don't understand. If someone makes the
2: godfather offer, yep. I mean, they're making a major mistake here. I would agree. You stink. You need to rebuild, okay? And Carroll is becoming unfrozen caveman lawyer. Oh, big time. With this, you know, let Russ cook, and I'm going to run the ball, and we have to establish the run them all, and it's no longer the Legion of Boom. And They have to, if someone's going to offer you, like the Bears did, according to reports, all, the, all those picks, you've
3: got to take that. Right. You're not coming out of that division. They gave up a bunch of first-round picks to get Jamal Adams. Right. They're, they're kind of like the Rams where they have not and do not have a lot of first-round picks. Uh, these, these teams, man, they're tough to figure out. I say this all the time about Green Bay. They don't know how to buy low and sell high. I mean, what they did in the 2020 draft after they you know, played in the NFC title game, yeah. they drafted for the future, and they said, well, we're going to take your replacement because he didn't play well that year. We're taking Jordan Love. Then he was the MVP. and They're like, oh, my God, we, we, now we've got to flip it the other way. And they won't even have a conversation with teams about the guy? Well, why did you draft for the future in 2020 then? Yeah, You screwed this up like always.
2: But if, if it was about money and respect, and they gave him this uh, contract, according to reports that rivals Mahomes' deal, and it's a an, uh,
3: market-altering contract. Correct.
2: So I, All think right. he, I think he stays.
3: Need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops-Peterson will look at every major and some of the minor college basketball games on the upcoming schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion. Yes, he does on every single college hoops game of the season. And on this podcast, he provides his unique insights and uh, looks. For those games that have solid betting opportunities, download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts while you're there. Catch up on every v show as well. Up next, the NBA and the NHL. And we have a doozy tonight on the ice Name the time on the first goal in this matchup that's coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: betting Network. Bet Rivers Sportsbooks offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, they have daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be twenty-one. Terms and conditions apply.
3: All right, so here is the Twitter poll right now. Again, the best chance for Rodgers to win a Super Bowl next season. You can vote at V-CIN Live on Twitter, at V-CIN Live. The Packers right now, 46% of the vote. The Titans, 27%. Broncos, 20. Steelers, 7. No support for Pittsburgh? No, no. Like Denver's chances. Huh. A little surprised they're that high. Okay. Good, though. Do you want to name Good. the time tonight of the first goal between the Avalanche and the Devils? Three thirty-six. I'll go nuts. Oh, I'll yeah. say a do- uh, minute thirty-nine. Have you,
2: yes, we've also seen a lot of some early power plays too. Mm-hmm. This is big. Goal in the first ten run, and it barely got there in the last game. Twenty-five and four run for the Devils. Colorado on the back-to-back, coming off the win last night against the Islanders, and first period over. Is twenty six and six, I believe that run. Something like off to check Chris Otto's numbers, but I, I think it's in that. The the even though they got the early one, well, first ten, uh, the first period stayed under, and then it flipped on Friday. They didn't get the first ten, but the first period went over. Uh, they flipped it in the last game too. So they are. What's Colorado laying? I don't see. I I didn't see the number, but that's. Uh, that's an early game tonight. Well, can,
3: can I give you some of the numbers yeah. available right now? Okay. I saw I saw as low as a dollar fifty five. Okay. I see it. it's a buck sixty five right now at DraftKings wow. going in the first ten. Uh let's see here. How about first period total goals? Uh if you think there's gonna be one goal scored, it's minus five seventy nine. You want five seventy five. You want to get yeah. nuts and go for two and a half, it's plus two thirty. Yes, I yep, you can do that too. Uh both Bo- both yeah, plus one eighty, I think. Now it's plus one
2: hundred and sixty. Juicy, yep. Both teams to score. Those are, those are great props. Those are juicy returns too.
3: And, yep. Yeah, so those are some of the numbers for tonight. Anyway, mm-hmm. those are going to be high, but that was anticipated, obviously. And for the game, uh, what am I seeing here? Uh, Col- well, the first of all, the totals six and a half, which it absolutely has to be. And for the game, Colorado's laying two ten this morning.
2: Two ten. Okay. okay. Thank you.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Good streaks. Hot streaks. A lot of them.
2: Jets, thirteen straight overs in the third period. They play the lightning tonight. Probably looking at two dollar juice there. Columbus, twenty two and two run, third period over. Maple Leafs, twenty seven and three. Oh, what's happened to Jack Campbell? Oh my God. He says I'm gonna get it back. I don't know. He's, no, that's he's talking time. to his little man on his shoulder. I mean, it's been ugly for Campbell. Philly, they play the Knights tonight. Seventeen and two overrun in the third period. The Wild, 12 in a row. Vancouver, 11 overs in a row in the second period. It's a 25-6 and 6 run. First period over with the Devils, by the way. Uh, Go on the first 10. No. Carolina, 10 of 11. Some six streaks going on right now. And follow our guy, Chris Otto, at PSU Otto. Mm-hmm. He updates all the streaks. Let me run on this nightly, one by nightly you. Nightly bases in hockey.
3: Yep. So the, the Rangers are playing on the road against Minnesota. Ooh. And Minnesota's laying a dollar forty-five. They, Paul, we know this over the years. Minnesota has been great at home, right? But how about the total goals scored going back to Valentine's Day in Minnesota games? And I'm bringing this up because Chesterkin should be in goal tonight, right? They didn't play last night, so I'm guessing he's going to go out there tonight again. And he is now he has a stranglehold on the Vesna. And Gallant doesn't like to usually give guys you know, goalies that night off. I mean, yeah. So yep. here here are the goals in Minnesota games since Valentine's Day, eleven nine eight ten seven four ten six nine 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 <laughs> total tonight is six uh-huh. so it has been yeah. it, Minnesota's been struggling here but it has been we're talking fireworks galore with the wild do we get that tonight with Shesty in that
2: it's tough I mean this this guy is so good and what he did against Winnipeg the other night he stole a game forty four saves yep. and this this guy this is he's a game changer he's a again in hockey the great thing is you get a hot goalie, you can make a run. Sure, you can. And it, with, the, I think the Rangers are alive here to go to the Cup and make a deep postseason run. But I, how do you? I know how do you put up a six with and with him in a Ranger game? He had one bad period against the Blues when they put
3: three quick ones. In, That's but right.
2: That was it. Mm-hmm. This guy's been in a zone for
3: two months. I just I love this matchup goodness. because of yep. all those goals in Minnesota games, like we talked about. They're really good at home, but this guy is a stone wall in net. So six is a total. I yep. kicked that around with the buddy of ours yesterday. I'm like, what if they made it five and a half? What would you do? Knowing that they were going to make it six in the game anyway. Yeah. Because would you go over five and a half? No defense with the Wild. No, 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 not at all. They're allowing yep. a lot of goals.
2: Yeah. He gave up one to New Jersey. He gave up one to Winnipeg. He gave up one to Pittsburgh. Crosby had the late goal. He gave up one to Washington. He gave up one. I think he played in all these games. He gave up one to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Didn't play, I don't think he played against Vancouver. Uh, it, it, well, and then... It, I mean, that's why he's as low as plus 250 to win the MVP. Right. Yeah, He didn't play against Vancouver.
3: Yep. Okay, so it was another big win last night for Calgary. Yes, it was. So they beat the Oilers 3-1. And talking of strangleholds, they're going to have one here pretty soon, maybe on the Pacific. They're a huge favorite to win that division. Now they have games in hand and, and the lead. They play in a back-to-back tonight against the Capitals. Markstrom was awesome last night. Does he go again tonight? I would think no. They're laying $1.40 against Ovechkin in the Caps. Total there is six. Yeah, I don't know how they'll treat that. If they can if win this game tonight, oh, and I'll if, if Markstrom, Markstrom doesn't play, yeah. and they go back-to-back, Oilers, okay, I, I get it. No great shakes. But then back-to-back at home,
2: team's really good. How do you lay a dollar ninety with the Knights on the road? That's another thing. I mean, I would lead Calgary. They're hot. But, I mean, this... They, they they needed a late goal from Eichel to beat Ottawa at home. Uh-huh. They they beat Anaheim on the road in a, in a shootout, but and then lost to Boston. Lost to Arizona, Colorado, L.A., Colorado, Calgary. The only wins in that stretch other than the Anaheim before that, the Anaheim and um, uh, Ottawa back to back was San Jose. I mean they are really struggling right now. Sure, and and I'm talking to our guy Fitz, who big hockey guy. He said, I've seen this movie before. Oh, we're, wait till we get healthy. Oh, wait till we'll get healthy. And then it never happens. And they don't do anything. No, they've been
3: saying that all year long. Yeah. All year. I would, like, I
2: would still look at the juicy return for them in the midst of
3: playoffs. All year long, it was like, okay, wait until Patch comes back. Yeah. Wait until Stone comes back. We'll wait until January. And someone else gets then, hurt. Then wait until Eichel comes back. Well, right. how long do we have to wait? Yes. Are we going to wait until the playoffs mm-hmm. are done with and say, oh, man, what could have uh-huh. been? Yeah. Um, and then you, that's the night on ice in the NBA. Look at some of these totals now in the NBA how things have changed uh, over this year. Because remember, the whole story in the NBA to begin with, uh, it was low-scoring games and how unders were coming in so often. Tonight, you have a 242.5 on the board. But you have to make it that high between the Nets and the Hornets. It's a big game. Uh, Brooklyn's laying 4.5. Yep. And what, they're the 9 right now and Charlotte's yep. the 8?
2: Nets have lost 6 or 7. Both teams are 32 and 33. Yikes. This will be a fun game coming up. It's like the Pelicans and Memphis, too. How about the Pelicans? Top, since February, top five in offensive and defensive efficiency. Mm -hmm. The big comeback down early in Denver, and then they're up 11 with three minutes in delay to get away. Well,
3: what are we talking about this morning with the Pelicans? Had they hung on to beat the Nuggets? That would have been five straight since the All-Star break. Uh, Before that game, the numbers did tell us they were the best team in the NBA since the All-Star break.
0: Uh
3: That's, you know, that's a blowing win, in that spot, uh and now five and a half. Like what was this number before the All Star break? Grizzlies ten? Sure,
2: good point. And you you should get this is a national TV game. You should get an angry Memphis team. It, Jenkins lit them up is rightfully so. A terrible. They were loss. awful. You can't blow a double digit lead to the Rockets. No. Uh you can't do that. So especially if you want the two seed. But that's uh that's and how about the Bucks against the Thunder? Look what they're laying on the road. 13 and a half. Listen to these losses though by OKC. 138 to 101, 116 to 103, 131 to 110, 124 to 104. They did have Yikes. a couple wins in there. But look what's going on with Portland.
3: Well, Portland is oh just Oh my god. What they the, the starting Bay five train. they put on the court last night, they are basically telling you we are tanking for the rest of the season. Yep. Run out in Minnesota
2: back-to-back uh games. Lost by 30 in Phoenix, lost 135 to 121 to Minnesota, 124 to 81 last night. Lost one twenty four to ninety two and one thirty two to ninety five. Yeah. Oh God. Gotta fade them until
3: they can they can show well, up. I mean they're they're catching. Oh, bad.
2: Well, yeah, big numbers. I know.
3: I know, but I'm saying but, like it was what a fifteen yeah. point spread last night in that range. I think it came down a little bit actually. Yeah. And minis. I mean Minnesota was up by I think twenty seven at halftime. And by the way, guy stat from Minnesota. Yes. It's not like the Wolves had a full complement of players last night. Still right there for the Cavs too. Only two back of the division.
2: They're three and all this year against the Pacers. Pacers have lost eleven of fourteen. Although I don't think Allen's going to play. No, Le- he's out
3: for a while. Yeah,
2: Allen's. Laverne's banged up too. In Rondo, but still, it's still right. Still got a shot for the Cavs because you don't know how Milwaukee's going to
3: treat this down the stretch. Yeah, I'd say this Pacers team though it's a different team. You're writing since off the trade. Bull? Are you writing off the Bulls for what division? They've lost five straight. Tough schedule. This schedule is just one of, the, one of these sick. Guys, yeah, one of these guys coming back. I, have, I don't know. That's a great question. Uh-huh. And by the way, Monty Williams minus 278 to win coach of the year. Bickerstaff is 10 to 1. Nah, I can't. That's that's no, no way. It's getting that's a crazy. little that's a little like uh Tibbs from last year. They
2: went over the win total a month, a month ago, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yep. He, no, no one had Cleveland that's doing anything.
3: More no conference games coming up next in college basketball. Favorites of seven points or fewer are hitting at 70% in this conference since 2014.
2: VSEN, the sports betting network. Join the College Hoops action for free with the March Mania Survivor presented by KFC. Pick winning teams throughout the tournament to outlast the competition and feast on your share of $30,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash KFC slash March slash Mania to play for free for your cut of the cash. KFC, finger looking good. DraftKings.com for details.
3: All right, let's get into today's card a little bit Here is Dylan Cuff is a super solid college basketball analyst on ESPN. He joins us now. Uh, Dallin, thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. You were in studio last night, and I was watching. I had, I had a split screen, right? So I had you in studio, and I had like the Chattanooga game on live when I watched it. A couple of things here. What was your actual reaction live to the people who missed this last night? And then what was up with not fouling up three late
1: uh, first I'll go to my reaction because that's what March is all about and guys I, I was a player I'm a fan I-, I love March It's the best time of the year um, and like everybody else I s- jumped out of my seat and yelled I-, I couldn't believe it wasn't just the three that Jean Baptiste hit it was the sequence back and forth and, and the-, the plays before both teams made shots throughout the, the-, the overtime Furman was five for five and the mocks had to answer they hit a couple big threes mm-hmm. to answer uh, Bothwell gets that layup and he-, he hit the three to tie it uh, to your point in the in regulation. And then you go, you know, the other way, and he hits that. There's not really much else you can do. You made him turn once. You had two guys there contesting, and he made a 30-footer kind of off-balance, a righty going to his left. It's just it's brutal to watch Ferman go down like that. But like everybody else, I jumped out of my seat and yelled, and immediately we were like, we got to run that. We got to get that into our game. Let's go. Like, get that uh, highlight going. We got to get a cut in to show people what just took place. That was kind of the first moment of champ week. As far as not filing up three, you do what you practice. And bear in mind, that possession, they had the ball with about 20 seconds to yeah, go, 23 yeah. seconds to go. So at that point, I thought you need to be going to get a two. You need to go score. That was a horrible possession, guys, for the mm-hmm, yep. Like They were just dribbling around. <laughs> and then Bothwell, like it was a three-on-three game, went to about 12 feet and then ran back out to the three-point line and shot a three. <laughs> like you, when, when you don't know what guys are doing, it's hard to foul because you can't make a mistake. When you, you don't want to foul a guy that's going a three-point shooter. You, like I thought they were going to go for two. It's hard to coach that because… It's different when they have the ball inbounding coast-to-coast with like seven or eight seconds left. You practice that all the time. When they have a possession with 23 seconds and you think they're going to score, you're not really prepared to foul because you've got to wait to the right time to foul. You want to foul with about six seconds left. That's hard to do. So the whole thing was, the whole thing was a mess. And fortunately for Furman, they made the shot. Uh, unfortunately for the Mox, they made the big shot to win it all in OT.
2: Yep. How do you think uh, South Dakota State handles the pressure tonight? Ooh. I mean, it's 20 and 0 in conference, 29 yeah. wins, and it, it appears they have to win this to, to get the. They won't be at an at large bid, and uh, both games have been close against North Dakota State this season.
1: It's one of the best matchups uh, of this Champ League, I think, guys, just because not just the, the rivalry the two schools have a little bit and the, the success they've had in, in recent years, and North Dakota State almost kind of get, getting getting over the hump, if you will. Uh, Getting to Oral Roberts, they lost last year. year in this final game of the of the of the Summit League, and they're very different teams. San Diego State can really score the ball, man. And and Shireman is an outstanding guard that does all kinds of stuff. Luke Apple comes off the bench, and they got guys that can make plays. Wilson in the interior, they're a fun team to watch. North Dakota State will grind the pace uh, with Edie and Gressel. They got they got great guard play. They got some athleticism. They do a great job of defending and, and running teams off the three point line and making it hard for you to knock down threes and hard for you to get rhythm shots. Uh, in terms of the line i would I, I mean I would take you know North Dakota state in in this game in terms of I, in terms of the the line on this game, but the actual you know outcome of it we're not supposed to root. I would like to see the Jack Roberts go forward because I do think they can win a game in the tournament. I'm not sure North Dakota State can do that. Mm-hmm. I think South Dakota State just presents some more problems in a tournament scenario uh, with some of the high majors they'll see. so I, I think that's going to be an outstanding game, contrast the Styles a bit and with some really really talented players and versatile players on both sides.
3: yeah and by the way, the numbers are now up to five and a half this morning. Jack Rappert's favorite by 5.5. Paulie, I know you wanted to ask him about Bellamin taking on uh, Jacksonville today. This is unique, Dallin, right? Because, because of the transition to D1, Bellamin's not eligible to make the actual tournament, the big dance. They're laying 2.5 points today. But on the flip side, Jacksonville absolutely has to win this game to get the automatic bid. Because if they don't, it goes to the regular season champ, which was Jacksonville State.
1: I, I do like that the Atlantic sun figure this thing out. Cause they had the same situation last year where the net championship game didn't matter where basically whoever got there was going to go through with uh, the situation with teams leaving conferences and teams not eligible, whatever. So this year, at least it, it will revert back to the regular season winner. So Jacksonville has got to win the game, which puts a lot of game pressure on them. Bellarmine's a really good offensive team. How they, how they pass the ball, share the ball. They don't really turn it over. However, they don't manufacture offense very well in different ways. They got to make shots. And a lot of times they make two point shots. They don't, uh, they don't get to the free throw line really at all. They don't offensive rebound really at all. Yeah. And these type of games where, well, the difference for them is usually there's a lot of pressure in these games. And when I look at these mid-majors and the small conferences, a lot of times I look at how else do they manufacture buckets if they don't get shots and make shots. Georgia State's a good example yesterday. They don't normally make shots, but they're an offensive rebounding team. They're a free throw shooting team. They get to the line. They get extra opportunities. I like them in that game. They ended up covering because they didn't shoot it well. Well, Bellarmine has no pressure here, guys. There's, just go hoop. And you're kind of hoping for, you know, just your ability to say, we won this game, we won this championship, but it doesn't mean the same thing. Uh, with that said, I'm, I might lean Bellerman here just because they've had a really tough non conference schedule. They have no pressure on them. They do have a, they pass and share the ball. They do not turn over, like I mentioned. So I might take, uh, lay them as the favorite, lay the couple points, uh, given their situation right now, comparative to Jacksonville's.
2: How unique is this in all your years playing and, and covering the sport where it's 10, 11 passes, no screens, not, not, not a lot of dribbling?
1: It's, uh, it's it's it was Norman Dale and Hoosiers. I think he's out there doing <laughs> yeah. his thing right now. Uh, it, it, it is very, but they do they pass, they cut, they move, and they they cut. It's different when you cut just to cut versus cutting to score or cutting to open up somebody else. Like okay. it's it's a very selfless offense in terms of you're giving of yourself. You're working hard, knowing that you're probably not going to get a shot, knowing you're probably not going to going to going to get the, the ball in a scoring area, but you're making a cut to set up the next cut to set up the next pass. Um, and it, it is it is unique to say the least, especially in modern basketball where the ball is pounded just non-stop. It, it is a very, uh, it's somewhat refreshing and it's somewhat hard to guard because you're not used to seeing it. Sure.
3: Let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network, our guest, Dallin Cuff from ESPN. So what about the West Coast Conference Championship game tonight? Gonzaga was up by, what, 24 with seven or eight minutes mm-hmm. to go last night. They did not cover. San Francisco went on a big run to only lose by 10. And then tonight, the opening number here, Dallin, on this game was Gonzaga 13 and a half. They just got spanked at St. Mary's. Now, this is a neutral, of course. The numbers now come back down to 12.5, and the total is 141.5 here. Your thoughts on Gonzaga and St. Mary's?
1: Well, I did say last night on Daily Wager, I love Gonzaga in the first half yesterday, which was minus 8, uh, which did hit. And I was worried about the backdoor cover because when you have a back-to-back situation when you're playing a championship game the next mm. night, I thought they'd be up about 20, and it got up closer than I even thought, but it did it did get you underneath the number if you took, took the dawn, so that, that is concerning. With this game... It wasn't that St. Mary's beat them, guys. It was the manner in which they beat them. They just punked them. Yep. Like they just yep. they just physically dominated that game on the interior. Well, we've seen we've seen Gonzaga get their guards getting taken out of things earlier this year. We saw it in Duke. We saw it when they played Alabama. We saw it in some context, a some some degree of success against Texas Tech, although they won that game. Where you can get up in their guards, disrupt their flow, take them out of their offense, and then transition defense. They don't tend to be great at when they're struggling to make shots. What we hadn't seen was them just get beat up on the inside. Drew Timmy pushed three and four feet off the block. Uh, their ability to get on the other side, the Gales get any shot they want off the bounce into the paint or post ups in, in the paint. So playing at St. Mary's was a big advantage. That was, that was a melee of a scene. Talk to my guy, Sean Farnham. Let's just say everybody was properly lubricated before that game, <laughs> a very, very well in advance to make their presence felt yeah. during that game. So I do think the environment mattered there. Gonzaga did not handle it well. They did not bounce back well. They, they kind of caved, which was surprising. I think you're going to see an angry, more focused team. That said, if you're giving me 12 and a half points with a team like St. Mary's that does control the tempo, which did it better than anybody else has in recent memory. It's not just this past game when they played. I mean, Randy Bennett has been doing this for years with Gonzaga. He's been their one thorn in their side occasionally when he had better teams to really contend with them. You're going to give me the 12 and a half in a neutral court. I will take the 12 and a half in this game. And I do think it'll be a game where Gonzaga wins. By 7-8-9, but St. Mary's can keep it close because it is—they they, are—they are the slowest tempo in the country for a reason. They know how to control the game, and they controlled it physically, and that's somewhat replicable. Maybe not to the same degree of success, but it is replicable.
2: Beautiful, A plus analysis. Two two minutes left. A- any every any sleeper or a pick you like to win a conference tournament?
1: Here's what this is a little. And this is not a reaction to what just happened Saturday night with Coach K in North Carolina. This is about North Carolina's path in the ACC and their number. They're plus 550. Now, I don't usually love playing futures in in the big conferences, but when they're plus 550, look at their path, guys. And not plus 600 by your numbers, which is even better. Look at their path to the championship game. If they, as a three seed, they get to play UVA, most likely, most likely who they just destroyed. And UVA is a bad matchup for, for, if UNC is a bad matchup for UVA, I think they can win that game again handily. Okay. On the other side of that bracket is the Notre Dame team against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech may beat Notre Dame, and I'm interested to see the numbers. I think Virginia Tech may actually be the favorite if that matchup takes place. And I think Virginia Tech plays, North Carolina's beat them twice. Again, not a good matchup for them physically. Their guards on the perimeter don't really have tons of athleticism. Can't get a bunch of open shots. Virginia Tech, when they play North Carolina twice, didn't go well for them. If it's Notre Dame, Notre Dame is a better matchup for the, in terms of beating North Carolina, but I do think they would think about how they how they guarded that five-out kind of motion, how they guarded Nate Lashewski, and they might have some answers to really punish them on the other end in terms of Armando Bayca- Baycott in the interior. I think North Carolina's path is easier to the final than Duke's. Duke lost to Miami, a team that can space you out, has guards and can beat you off the deck, which they've struggled with continually. Wake Forest came back and almost beat them on their floor at Cameron Indoor like Miami did. Those are the four and the five seed. Florida State is dinged up. But Florida State also has some length and athleticism. They beat Duke at home, and that's the eight seed. That would be their opening match in the game, opening game in the quarterfinal if Florida State beats Syracuse. So overall, I like North Carolina getting there. And if you're going to give me plus 600 in a rematch against Duke, now. I think I'll take those numbers. I'll okay. take those odds in terms of a high conference, big conference uh, money. The other piece would be Arizona. The Arizona, play the juice. If it, that's the one minus 150, don't play that. But I got it at minus 120. I think they are a lock to win the Pac-12. Wow.
3: Yeah. Galen, uh, excellent appearance, my Yours. man. Good luck with the sleep this week. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> that, that ain't happened for another month, boys. But I'll be <laughs> <laughs> have a good one. Be good. You, you too. too.